The following program was produced by a community producer. The content, views, and opinions expressed are the sole responsibility of the community producer and do not reflect Malden Access Television, the City of Malden, or your cable provider. MATV welcomes your comments. Call us at 781-321-6400 or email us at access at matv.org. Good evening, Malden. Uh, Happy New Year. Welcome to 02148. I'm your host, Joe Piantadosi Jr. And uh, it's my first show of the new year. Today is the the 10th of January, Wednesday, the 10th of January. It feels like we're having a heat wave, really, believe it or not, but it's still pretty cold out there, about 30 degrees. And and I happened to drive in from my uh, home in Winchester today. It took me 40 minutes. Uh, Traffic was heavier, but... With all the snow on the sides of the road, my God, is it makes it impassable. And and I'm not talking about Malden. I mean, from Winchester, <laughs> Medford, from Medford into Malden. But but just uh, traffic is, uh, is is a bear. But um, the holidays are somewhat officially over, I guess. Pretty funny because um, uh, I have a few holiday events still. Actually, we, we did a little company event yesterday for our employees. Uh, past few years, we've done it in January. Kind of a little quieter time of year to do it. And uh, I've got another event tomorrow night, and then um, I'm invited to a, a Christmas party. Um, I think it's the 20th of January, so um, I'm getting Christmased out, though. I think it's been a long time, and um, actually, uh, I attempted today to take down Christmas lights around my house, and they're frozen solid uh, to the ground, to, to light lampposts. To tre- I, I, I failed miserably, so... Uh, I would do major damage to the lights, anything else I have out there. So um, I decided to unplug most of the ones I could get unplugged, I did. And, um, you know, but anyway, it's a new year, 2018. Looking forward to a great new year. Um, a lot of interesting things happening. Here's my Christmas. <laughs> Here's my phone, which I forgot to shut off. And it's still in Christmas mode, as I told you. I've got to. I've got, I never do that. But anyway, tonight's guest, uh, and I didn't wear a tie, and I should have, but because it was so miserable, I opted not to wear a tie. But um, my guest this evening is uh, is obviously, I was going to say no stranger to Malden, but of course he's not. He's the mayor of the city, uh, Mayor Gary Christensen. Nice to see you, Mr. Nice to see mayor. You. Thank you for and, having uh, me. I love to have you on. I know you love being on, which is well, great. Remind me next time, when I book this with you in the fall, make sure I don't book it right after we get two feet of snow. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> But, you know, I mean, I feel bad for you and, I, and and the past mayors, too, because it's not your fault. And yet people, you know, it's, it's funny that you, when it snows, and I'm the same way, you blame the meteorologists. I mean, you're mad. I'm watching these shows and saying, you know, am I stupid? I'm blaming the person on television reporting the storm, you right. know. And, and I just uh, can't believe after all these years they have figured out, I think, autonomous vehicles. Yeah. They have Alexa. They have virtual reality glasses. How have they not figured out how to control the weather? It's the truth. You know, but, but, but I want to go, go a little further, though. I will, because I will mention getting mad at meteorologists. I don't know. I'm, I'm older than you. Growing up, Don Kent, if you remember Don Kent, you knew a lot of the older people. Yeah. The older, I mean, I think they'd put their finger up in the air, and they could 
predict the the the, the forecast. Right. Whereas today we've got Dopplers, we've got this and that, and however this storm they were they were very accurate. Yeah. I remember last year uh, they weren't, but you see other parts of the country when the, you know this poor California. I mean they had the um, uh, all the wildfires and they just subsided, yeah. and uh, now the mudslides. And I didn't realize I just learned this from meteorologists that that the mudslides because you're thinking, my God, um, you know how all of a sudden they have rain, you know why? Because the ground all the vegetation has been scorched, right. And and I'll, they get some water, some rain, and there's no no vegetation to to hold the water, which that's what vegetation does do. Right. And it just slides down, you know. And that's why I always say it could be worse. I mean, exactly. you look uh, down south with the oh, yeah. uh, earthquakes, uh, even here in this storm. I mean, if you were living on the coast. Oh my God, that was unexpected. That, right. that was totally a, right. I mean, I, mean yeah. I have friends that have restaurants along the uh, the waterfront. Yeah, one city over yeah. from us, Riviera. Yeah, yeah. They were fighting, you know, ocean. Yeah. And and no one knew about that until I think it hit like one o'clock, and right. all of a sudden the high t- they they had forecasted possible high tides, and some some you know flooding along the shore, but not what we saw. That was yeah. just absurd. Uh, but that's why I think I can hold my head high here with you tonight. Um, there's nothing quite like it. It's fascinating watching our team come together to battle yeah. a storm of this magnitude, and uh, I was very proud watching uh, Chief Mola's Chief Finn. Bob Knox, our public works director, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, Eric Rubin, our f- public facilities director. Emergency management, Glenn Cronin. Maria Luis, chief of staff. Ron Cochran, our communications director. And John O'Terry, our superintendent of schools. They all came together. Uh, weren't nervous whatsoever. And uh, looking back about a week ago, uh, they really had this thing under control. And I know you know, we still have a lot of issues. We're working on snow right. on sidewalks. Yeah, yeah. Bus stop shoveled in, um, driveways that might have been plowed in. But I think the thing that people should feel good about is that um, in meeting with our police chief on Tuesday morning, uh, there were no calls that police, fire, and an ambulance could not respond to and from well, calls during the storm. Wow. That's Congratulations. Our that is great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I well, know some people don't I think in other issues, but mm-hmm. to us, that is the ultimate determinant of whether or not we had, you know, we successfully addressed the storm. Right, right. So, um you know, and then another thing that impressed me, too, a storm of that magnitude, uh, you know, all of our staff, uh, for the most part, never gave up. They were in here Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, same wow. on Sunday, and they're still going at it as we speak. Okay. What about so. the non-essential? I always love the term when you watch the news <laughs> and they say non-essential employees can stay home, and then you think, that makes me feel good. No, they're not. Right now, uh, Chris Webb is leading our operation on having sidewalks cleared, so... Uh, that that's funny because now I, I don't know. Growing up, I, I it seems like, and this is well before you were mayor here, but all of a sudden you had to clean your sidewalks, and that wasn't a thing required in, in nope. years past. I Not mean, that I remember. Um, but and, you know, times change, society right. changes, and uh, this has become a priority for our community, particularly one that's as walkable as ours. Right. So right. I think uh, Council Winslow mentioned last night at the city council meeting that uh, he estimates forty percent. You know, of our committee is walking to get to and from. So, like, so, I, know, I was reading in Boston, so they, they actually, fi- I mean, in, in Malden must find too. We just uh, redid our ordinance. Okay. So, so it's, it's a what it's... Wa- for a residence, warning, 100, 150. Really? And 150 from there on in. And you either pay it or you can appeal it. And if you do neither, it then becomes a lien on your tax bill. Wow. Now, for commercial, warning, it might be 100. And then 200, I forget the exact breakdown. So uh, what's the time frame? Like from 24 hours. So 
Starting when? When, when Public Works Director Bob Knox declares that the storm is over. Okay. So. Now, what made this one a little tricky was uh, the storm was declared over on a Friday. Okay. Then we had that freezing ice cold yeah. on Saturday. So we were trying to balance, you know, uh, forcing, requiring our residents to comply with the ordinance versus the elements. Right. So we really got into enforcing the ordinance um, on Monday. We made some calls and emails over the weekend to prepare people who were alleged to have violated the ordinance. But Monday, Tuesday, and today, we've really been out there trying to do as much as we humanly so can. So the it's the police department that, that actually issues the citation? Like, no. no it uh, it's uh, Board of Health. Oh, really? So it's our enforcement, Board of Health. But the ordinance that was just uh, passed by the council, you know, we had proposed to them, uh, expands who can enforce, to your point. So Malden Police, Department of Public Works, Parking Department can all help with mm -hmm. that. So the one thing we've learned in this past storm going forward, we're actually having a meeting on it next week, I believe. We're going to utilize those other departments to assist uh, the Board of Health in writing tickets and making sure that people comply. Okay. We think that will help going forward. Now, you know, like I, I, my first thought was, geez, you know, you feel bad for the elderly or people that, um, you know, even if you have the flu. I mean, the flu season was so bad. I mean, I knew more people that were sick over the sure. holidays. So, I mean, is that what the appeal is for when people that, yep. if, if you uh, appeal, have, yeah, exactly. It's for that in any other. Region. I know you'd have, you could go out and hire somebody or a kid or a neighbor or something. Yep. But I'm even thinking we have a list of people geez. that you could call. Oh, good. That okay. might assist. Uh, and I'll give you another indication about you know how impressed I was with our staff. Uh, one employee today, Craig Powers, uh, from the health department, actually shoveled out an elderly person oh, nice you know, to help them comply because yep. they, uh, they were sick and right. they yep. were up there in years. Yeah. So he took it upon himself to aid them yep. in their yep. time of need. And I was so. seeing in, in my house, not in Malden, obviously, which is nice to I'm not blaming <laughs> you guys. But um, they'll, you know, the plow will come along. And uh, you know, after I shoveled and everything, and then they'll put a mound in front of my driveway, you yep. know, and it's like, and I, and I, I mean, I fortunately me, if my son is home from school, he can he can shovel. Yeah. But I'm thinking about the poor, you know, older person that just you know went out there and killed themselves yeah. shoveling, and then all of a sudden the plow doing their job. It's not that you know, it's not that they're doing it intentionally. They're plowing the streets. Yeah, it's another area where it's, we are trying to get better at is that we have to make sure that people realize until. The public works director, Bob Knox, declares that the storm is over. We're going to keep making passes yep. on as many streets as possible to right. keep them open for police, fire, and ambulance. Right. So we had a couple of uh, emails over the past couple of days that, you know, someone came out and shoveled, then we came back. Yeah. Shoveled, came back. Shoveled, right. came back. So we just have to get people into the mindset that they're shoveling at their own risk. Right. Because right. until it's declared over... The plows are out there, yeah. and they're going to con continue to yeah. make passes. Now, it's even funny. You talk about this. Open. So this, the, the storm ended, but the, so so my son went out and shoveled our walks at, at home. And I went outside like an hour later, and I said, did you shovel? And he said, yeah, I did that. But it was blowing. Snow, it snow had stopped, but it was the winds were so high on Saturday yeah. that, that all of a sudden we had a few inches, you know, that I – I mean, it, knew it was it was deep before, but I mean, there was literally a couple inches on the ground. And another reason why we didn't enforce yeah. exactly 24 yeah. hours right. after yeah, yeah. the storm was declared yeah. over because of that reason. I mean, our city-owned properties. I was on Bell Rock uh, Memorial Park on Main Street. Uh, I think on Friday, clear as a you know, or clear as a whistle, and then Saturday, right yeah. back to what it once was. Wow. So I mean, every storm's different, but. It felt good as mayor to watch this team. Right. And how many inches officially did Malden get? Uh, 18. Wow. So that was yeah. the, in yeah. 10 hours. 
Yeah, my you know, God. You know, uh, Mr. Knox would tell you we prefer yeah. that. Right. You know, the ones that really get at him and his staff is when they're drawn out. Over like the blizzard of 78, they yeah. said. Yeah, and even uh, 2015 when yeah. you had those successive storms right. with no warm-up. Right, right. So um, in that sense, it was good, but it was just it's a lot of snow in 10 yeah. hours. Oh, yeah. uh, but I'll tell you what, I never sensed quit in him or his staff well, or any of our departments. Yeah. That, to me, after six years now as mayor, yeah. it's really great to watch. Wow. You know, there's no turf wars. Yeah. yeah silos it's it's seemed to me everybody no, it's funny i haven't together. seen you in, in maybe a couple months last time i saw you physically in person and uh, i mean i can't believe six years mayor yep and and i'll do i i'm saying this complimentary because i love gray i think gray is cool i've got weird only a little on the side people ask me if i dye my hair i i think having gray hair is cool for a yeah. guy you got the past couple of months, the gray hair's growing in. Oh, yeah, it's coming in. But uh, yeah. I don't know if that's the stress of the job. <laughs> stress or? of the job, yeah. without a doubt. Well, it's funny because you'll see, you'll see presidents, you know, usually the first year you'll see the president, like Obama. Obama was, oh, yeah. you know. I just saw one of them, yeah. And, and all of a sudden, how did he get so gray all of a yeah. sudden, you know? Well, it's the issues that are the stress, not yeah. the staff. I really yeah. believe after six years this could be the best assembly of people that I've seen, wow. and I've been doing this 20 years now from uh, school committee, city yeah. council, you know, I worked at the state. Great, I, yeah. It's just, imp I was impressed Wednesday watching this group plan so out what they were going to do. Let me, it's very impressive to be here on Pleasant Street and not see City Hall, which I, yep. thanks to you, yep. a major accomplishment there. But now, how is it working with the different departments that you're not under one roof and you're spread out across the Seamless. city? Seamless. Really? Yeah, really is. That's I mean, nice with communication to today, everything yeah. is technology-based, right. so um, that has not been an issue for us. Um, in one one bit, that's nice to yeah, hear. Yeah, yeah. and uh, even with the storm, you know, our director of communications. I mean, I, we were everywhere: Twitter, mm -hmm. Instagram, Facebook, emails, you name it. Our code red. Mm -hmm. We had the blue lights outside, and um, I I really believe uh, just sitting at the table, it was really great to watch. Yeah, so, but you know, back to what you were just touching on. Uh, we lost one day on the City Hall project as a result, but uh, they're back out there, as you probably saw today. The steel's yeah. going up, and uh, they're moving right along. They're still aiming for the summer or the fall of 2019 to be completed. Wow. And so, again, it's going to be roughly 25,000 square feet of new retail, 300-some-odd uh, units of housing, and a 45,000-square-foot uh, City Hall. Wow. Street will go out and come in, I believe, up until Abbott Street. Okay. And, um, you know, we're really hoping that this will unlock the potential we've been talking oh, yeah, about right. downtown. Right. Because right. you have a very active Malden Center train station, Absolutely. 12 to 15,000 people in and out yep. a day. You have a pretty busy downtown now with the restaurants and sure. the offices. And then we always choked it off right. yep. by opening that up. Yeah. You know, I mean, even the building, he just said it was an eyesore. You didn't realize it. I mean, you heard it and you. But I mean, see, now that it's not there, you yeah. really notice what and it really beautifies the area. It really does. It's nice yeah, to I see. Always, I always point to that, too, as an example is, you know, not don't ever let someone say that it can't be done. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, you well, know, Ron Hogan, Maria Louise, Debbie Burke, Tom Brennan. Seems like it was yesterday. Yeah. You know, they, along with the city council and the state legislature, came together. Right. To make this happen. Excellent. Yeah. Good to hear. So, yeah. Now, I'm going to jump. I know you got, I love your notes. You always have notes. <laughs> but let me jump, because you, you mentioned retail. You may, And I always love to know from you, any anyone coming to the city, any any new establishments, either, you know, chains or individual? Yeah, we've had, uh, what's, what's, you know, some new restaurant new openings. Anything coming? Couple the, of store. 
Well, I mean, we're really hoping with the Bank of America building at the yep. corner of uh, Exchange and Commercial, that's about 325,000 square feet that just, ex you know, for lack of no pun intended, exchange hands right. uh, from the former owner to uh, Berkeley Investments led by Young Park. Okay. So he's actively marketing the building. If you drive by the corner of uh, Center Street in Commercial, there's a banner now up yep. advertising yep. Uh, the space. So, you know, he was... He was close, I think. He was a finalist on one company moving here. It didn't mm -hmm. pan out at the okay. time, but you know, we're hoping between that and the redevelopment of City Hall, plus yep. you know, the National Grid site still right. out there as a potential option yep. for something that special to happen there. Eddie, now is is the ballpark dead? Yeah, it's totally dead. So yeah. it's it's off the table too at this point. Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, uh, yeah, you it was know, a good, good effort, and yeah, we gave it everything we had, and uh, it just didn't happen but the one thing you know about me and our administration we were right back on the horse the next day yep. trying to see what could be done so we've talked with national grid and credit to them you know they're still open to the possibility of something happening there other than them using it mm -hmm. uh, for its purpose today so yep. we hope to have an update uh, in the next couple of months okay yeah now with uh, wind i mean my god every time i drive by there that's it looks like they've they've uh, that much closer and they're going to open i think is 2019. June, June, just the same time as yeah. the city? As yeah, you know, ironically enough, yeah. Um, anything uh, from Wynn coming to Malden here? Yeah, or? they had a uh, job fair here recently, mm -hmm. and I think there's something coming up with the uh, vendors, yep. if I remember correctly. Yeah, we met, yeah. With, uh, I met with the executive chef a few times, and uh, uh, on a good note, I think they are, if it's mandated or whatever, but they have to buy certain amount certain percentage. of percentage yep. of, of products, goods, from the neighboring cities and towns, yep. so um, I mean yep. that great, great for us. Yeah, Kevin Duffy has been all over yeah. that, which uh, is business nice development officer. And so again, I think there's another fair coming up shortly yep. to make sure that happens. And and I think I think the city of Marlin is going to benefit from. It. I mean, uh, and I've had the the good fortune of of going to win you know resorts and hotels. And I mean, the guy does things right. And yep. and nothing against Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun or some of the other. Hotels, casinos, resorts. Wynn is a perfectionist, yep. and um, I just think it's going to be it's going to be done, you know, top notch. Let me give you an example of what kind of company they are. They're not even open yet, and they've already made donations to the Malden Teen Enrichment Center. Oh wow! To our senior center, they funded all of our summer concerts, and they're kidding? not even open. No kidding. So that to me indicates. Yeah. You know, and I know they're spending a lot of money on the infrastructure and the uh, the roadways and stuff, and yep. it just. It's going to free up. I mean, I, I think we were lucky. And, and it's funny, I went out to Foxborough with my son on New Year's Eve day, uh, the, last, um, the last regular season pass game. And I was thinking, my God, how, how, how foolish were the, were the residents of Foxborough voted down because that was Wynn's first choice right. because he, his relationship with Kraft. Right. And, um, I mean, you know, it's a nightmare getting into Foxborough, uh, regardless with the parking and everything sure. at that time. But, I mean... I think it would have just enhanced. I mean, I think we're lucky. The city of Boston's lucky to have it so close to the airport and everything. And yeah. I think I see great restaurants there. I see I see entertainment. Yeah. Um, I I think big name entertainment is going to be there, and I think it's another venue to have, you know, events and weddings and functions and and. Uh, yeah. The only know. regret was I think that I could see is uh, when Malden gave up Everett. You know, so yeah. that we didn't. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But I mean, I still feel like we're, you know, I mean, Malden Everett is is yeah, yeah, yeah. is one. I mean, in, over the years, we even my family grew up in, in Everett.
but I always think of it, you know, back when I was active with the chamber, we always did things jointly with the Ever Chamber. We yeah, always yeah, felt yeah. like we were like sister cities and and even though, but, you know, of course you don't mention that on football time. <laughs> yeah, right, but, right. But, um, no, they've been great. They've been to our city, you know, a ton of times. Yeah. Uh, they spoke with our, our realtors, mm-hmm. you know, I'd say about six months ago, I think. Yeah. You know, just talking to them about what Wynn intends to do for the area. Well, I'll tell you, you know, what I've found is that, you know, they need warehousing. And and even for like, um, this sounds dumb, but like Christmas decorations. I mean, you take a structure that big and they do it right. They're going to have every floor decorated in high trees and lights. Well, that's not stuff you can put up in your attic or down your basement like you do at home. And uh, like you go to Disney and and Disney has has warehouse upon warehouse for, for just, you know, holiday decorations that they have to store. Yeah, I mean, and they're going to be counting on us. Uh, employee parking. Tra- yeah. yeah, exactly. Right, the garages. Yeah. Because until they come up with their own transportation, right. I think Marvel right. Center is going to be it. Yeah. You know, that in Wellington. Which is nice. And then and the fact have, that we have the two T stations. Yeah, we right. have the commuter rail, and it's the last busing hub north of Boston. Yeah, which is So great. all the buses will be filtering in here, yeah. and I think they're going to be transporting them from here to the casino. Fantastic. So I think there's a lot of uh, opportunity. Great. You know, and I know uh, the other thing that um, – we liked is that the study showed that uh, 20% of the traffic they expect will be coming through uh, the north to the casino. Most of it's going to be coming up, uh-huh. you know, from Boston. Excellent. Yeah. Well, great to hear. Yeah, so we're excited about it and we're ready to go. And um, like I said, they've already been a community partner, even though they didn't have to be until right. they were open. Yeah. So, so I'll let you know, you've got a lot of notes there. And, uh, <laughs> anything you want to... Well, uh, I mean, a couple of projects we've been working on outside of the uh, City Hall redevelopment is we're in the midst. We're about 90% complete of converting all of our sodium-based uh, streetlights to LEDs. And that's been a really big undertaking, once again, led by Ron Hogan. Um, for years, people didn't think Malden could become a green community. We mm-hmm. have. Uh, thanks to Ron working with Eric Rubin and Council Spatafora and others. And yeah. uh, so if you notice outside, you know, all of our lights have now been converted. So now LED, uh, not only is it, is it more environment, environmentally safe, yep. but also the brighter light, right? Yep. Uh, less, um, uh, less wattage. Yeah. Less wattage. Less usage, yeah. Less usage. So we'll start seeing savings. I think the payback was uh, just a couple of years, and then you're free and clear from oh, there wow. on in. So. Uh, we're happy about that, and I. I so you talk about the street lamps, oh, the, the, yeah. the, the the beautiful, nope. ones on, on uh, the regular street lights on okay. the street, but not the ones that the. These uh, were the, already LED outside. They were the ones. Oh wow! Yeah, those ones all installed. Oh. Yeah, and uh, even Eric Rubin, as the director of public facilities, he did McDonald Stadium and some other city-owned properties. So, yeah. but what's understated to your point is that uh, we hear back from people that they feel safer. They're much the light. Normally would go this way. Yeah. The LEDs really come right down oh, nice. the street. So you know, our police chief Kevin Molis has always yeah. said that when he attends meetings, yeah. lighting is a big. Oh yeah, issue. totally. Yeah. yeah. And so we're seeing a change now that we have these sure. LEDs up. So thirty-five hundred street lights. We're about ninety percent done. Thirty-five hundred. Wow. Yeah. So you have safe. I mean, it's, you say lighting for safety, but also. I would even think for for fires or explosions. I mean, I, I I just know LED. It's funny. I I see LED TV. Speaking of Christmas decorations, yeah. LED lights are. It's amazing if you buy a, a string of LED versus a string of regular lights. Yeah. First off, the the heat generated from a, an old fashioned a regular non LED light strand is amazing, and then the the clarity of the light. It's just 
you know, it just makes so much. And they, you can't kill them. I right. mean, I, I, I've gone out and bought strings, you know, and I remember going to like Home Depot and buying, oh, the, uh, they're, they're two ninety nine. the regulars, the LEDs are nine ninety nine. I'll buy, I'll buy the two ninety. Well, you're lucky to get a season out of them. Yeah. The the LEDs last, it seems like, forever. I mean, it just seems like it's... Yeah, really we're so good. impressed. We're now going to uh, propose to the city council that we uh, do all of our lights inside city buildings and, to LEDs. Uh, yeah, we're getting so, ready to take advantage of this uh, energy management... I think it's energy management performance contract where the state will allow us to work with a company to make all kinds of improvements within our buildings, and we pay them back over time with the savings generated by less usage from oh, wow. these upgraded uh, facilities. So we're going to send down to the city council next week a proposal to begin that process. Excellent. Yeah, so that's going on. And then we just wrapped up our first ever uh, dockless uh, biking, you know, bike sharing program. I don't know if you saw the green and yellow bikes around Malden in the past couple of months. Oh, uh, yeah. We were testing out a couple of companies, one called OFO and another one called Lime Bike. Okay. And what's different about that? Then say Hubway, like in Boston, you know, you have to dock that bike when you're done with it. These ones here, where you end up, you leave it, and ostensibly someone else would come and take it. So it's much more convenient for the user. But it has to be at stations, though. We, uh, no. Where no. would you leave it? I mean, you could leave it in front. Leave it in front of your house, and when someone gets up and they want to use a bike, they go it's, on their it's phone. It's like an Uber, okay. The phone tells you where the bikes are located, and you go out nearest bike you're on it and you're off and on you're on your way now what about theft how do you prevent that i mean uh it's all gps okay. based so. everything's done over the phone you pay over the phone cool. and uh the only negative was i think what people were leaving the bikes sometimes in the middle of a sidewalk right, right. but we're going to try and tighten that up you know if we can get to a permanent program these were just pilot oh, great. but it was it was perfect fit for a city like us well, sure, because yeah. it's so mobile right you know we have a i think we're in the top 100 for walkable communities so well. The bikes were a big hit, particularly with our kids. Great. You know, we're always saying we need to get the kids to exercise yeah, Absolutely, yep. The high school was, I think, from what the companies told us, the biggest users really? of the program. Wow. So a lot of kids were biking, and it's cheaper than taking a bus. <coughs> what, it, what does it roughly cost? It was a buck an hour. That, that yeah. Wow. Yeah. And um, so we're now talking with both companies to see if there's something that we can do to make one of them permanent or both. Beautiful. Um, but, again, we have to figure out. You know, leaving them in the middle right. of the sidewalk, that's a challenge. Yep, you know. absolutely. So, uh, but that just finished up, so that's uh, unique. And okay. uh, now we're just getting ready for uh, State of the City, which will be held in February. When is that? Is it April? Uh, end of February. So, you know the exact date? Yeah. Yeah, uh, last Tuesday of February. Um, okay. Let me see if I can find it for you exactly. So it's the week after, like the school vacation week, I assume, right? Yes, Okay. February 27th. 27th. Okay, yep. yep. And that'll be in no, the at the same time, because, uh, yeah, I, I think it's a year, almost to the day, it's last year. It's last yeah, year was exactly right. Year. Yeah. And the other thing. Uh, and that's at Anthony's again, too? Yes. And then the other thing, uh, Chief of Staff Maria Louise suggested we wanted to pass on. We're doing this new thing now. It's called uh, City of Malden Live Event. And we're trying to do them every couple months. Yep. So the next one's going to be held on Thursday, January 18th. Next Thursday, January 18th, from 6 to 8 o'clock at the BB School Auditorium right here on Pleasant Street. Yep. And what that is, it's a, a City of Malden Live where you can either be there and ask a question about what's happening in the community. Right. Or you could type it in live on Facebook. Wow. 
and we alternate the questions. So someone live will ask one, and then we'll go to a Facebook question. Yeah. So we're really trying to capture those who have different schedules and oh, you know can't be in attendance but could yeah. be at home. Right, right, right. Vice versa. So um, we did one a couple months ago. It was a big hit, and so we're doing the next one uh, next Thursday night. Excellent. So uh, six to eight at the BB School Auditorium. Oh wow! Yeah. So. Um, so we're looking forward to that, and uh, of course it's budget time. Budget is going to ask you budget. Governor's budget's out at the end of the month, so we'll start prepping, you know, for next year. It'll be another challenge. Um, the thing we are looking forward to is once the wind money starts to come in. Yep. You know, which is set to be a million dollars a year for the life of the license. Wow. With an escalator, I think of two percent, two and a half percent, plus some of our debt's going to be retired in the next year. That should begin to relieve oh, yeah. some of the pressure that we're facing currently yep. in yep. the budget. Uh, right now, we're just using, you know, it, from my point of view, too many reserves to balance. Right. But we're also trying to keep what we think is we're seeing is some really good things happening in the city. So, I mean, the appropriate thing would be to reduce down your expenses to match yep. your revenues. But I think. Once we realized that we had this new source of revenue coming in from wind, mm -hmm. plus some of our debt falling off right. in 2020, you know, we felt let's just try and ride it, let it ride until we get to that point. And so we haven't issued any new debt for the most part right. in anticipation of some of this debt coming off, which should, you know, get us back in a better position. Yeah. So we're in the game. I think, you know, four years ago, five years ago, I, I said that the city, from what I heard, in all four corners was that we had a lot of potential Absolutely. and I think now we're starting to realize yep. some of it, you know, it's so it's great to watch and, yep. you know, be a part of. Beautiful. Yeah. Now, um, what about, I, we talked about it, uh, partnering with Everett and things, any other cities that we're, um, other mayors that you're dealing with at all or, or other regional, yeah, regional yeah. or even like Mayor Walsh and he just got, uh, you know, obviously be elected and uh, sworn in again for the second term. I mean, are you doing anything with them or is mayor's conferences or conferences? Yeah, I mean, uh, we do a little bit through the uh, Mass Municipal Association. We also have the Metro Mayor's Group that meets periodically. Mm -hmm. But as you probably realize, you know, a lot of um, what occurs up top, yep. you know, is really orchestrated by just a handful of people. So, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, exactly. so, um, you know, I just try to stay in my lane and do as much as I humanly can for our city and, um, you know, go from there. So mm -hmm. I think that people ask me, you know, after five, six years, I mean, do you ever, you know, think it's, um, you know, too time consuming or are you worn out? Yeah. And I say absolutely not. As long as I wake up every day wanting to do as much as I humanly can, that's <laughs> the test. No. Once you don't, then I think it's time to go. I, I would hate I would never want to be one that's just in it to be in it. Right. You know, right. I, I want the same passion that I had in 2012 all the time. But that, I think that that's credit to your family and even – Yeah. It's just I, I think that you're that way with – I knew you in your past jobs too. You, you're committed, which is nice. It's yeah. nice to see. And, it's half the battle. And um, It's yeah. not about money for me. You know, I've never tried to do anything with the mayor's salary yep. since uh, I came into office. I just um, – to me, the reward yep. is in watching what our staff – is right. accomplishing and um you know we just actually started going over tonight you know what has occurred in the past year and yeah. what's coming up in the next year and it's just it's really a great feeling to see some of the things that are happening good to hear i mean we have our challenges no doubt i mean i don't want to mm -hmm. sugarcoat it 
but um, we're in the game. I, I definitely think we're in it. Great. You know, I mean, you look at the values. Yeah. I mean, who would have thunk? Yeah. yeah. You know, Mayor Howard on his way out told me it was yeah. a very precarious moment for yeah. Malden. Yeah. It could either go up right. or really, really down. Yep. And um, fortunately, it's it's gone up. Yeah. Nice to see all the construction. I mean, look at the sales. And yep. I think the values, uh, what was I reading? 2011, I think I read an average single 250. And then a couple of years wow. ago at 374. Well, wow. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. You know, yeah. so uh, we're just set up perfectly for what society has become today, right. which is they just want everything in one compact yeah. Yeah. Area, right? You know, so in Malden, you get your yeah. houses of worship. Yeah. You have your train station. You have a stoppage shop. Retail, yeah. yeah. So I think it's uh, really done wonders for yeah. us. You know, I mean, obviously, you want to be mindful of um, how fast you grow. Right. But I really think we've done it right. Mm. You know, um, I know some people feel differently, but you know, we've tried to take the 2006 visioning statement, which is when the community came together, and determine that the downtown really needed some help. Yeah. And so now that we have uh, built, you know, a plethora of mm. buildings that have customers right. that are going to come out each and every day and yeah. night and weekends and support, mm. you know, the businesses, the restaurants, yeah. I think you're slowly starting to see it come back. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I recall years ago, you, know, you came to the downtown on a Sunday. Yeah. You know, it was, it was, it was naked. It was, it was a ghost dead, town. Sure, yeah. Now? You can't find a parking spot for really? the most part. Wow, that's yeah. nice to hear. Yeah, so it just takes time, but uh, you know, again, we I really? think we have a really good group of people. Well, again, it's it's, it's the sa- they, people have to feel safe, which thanks to Chief Mollis and the violent and, and crime and, has dropped. Uh, we just ran a, uh, a query, I think, from 2012 to 2016, it's dropped 40 percent. That's fantastic. So, um, you know, the chief right now, he just told me before. I came here that he was going to be patrolling the train station tonight. Oh, so, wow. I mean, you know, back to that commitment. Yep, yep. you guys. It's half the yeah. battle. Yeah. It's not what you make. It's right. how committed you are. And he's he's up there at the train Absolutely, station. Yep. But when he came in as chief, there were a number of goals he could choose from. Yeah. And we both agreed, violent crime. Oh, well, yeah. You're always going to have crime. Right, right. What's the ones yep. that can really harm a community? And we yeah. both agreed it was violent. Yep. And uh, so the men and women, along with him, have really worked hard mm-hmm. to ensure right. that our people yep. are welcomed and feel safe. Right, right. You know, now someone going into an unlocked motor vehicle, yeah. I'd rather that than someone, yeah. you know. Being held at gunpoint. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah. So as a matter of fact, on the on the motor vehicle brakes, it's interesting. Uh, the chief always, well, we meet once a week year round. And when we look at the reports, the crime stats, um, I'd say, I think he told me 80, 90% of the car brakes, cars unlocked. Wow. Yeah. So it's a reminder tonight, lock, yeah, your, okay. lock your cars. That's, yep. you know, Chief always says, don't make yourself a victim of crime. Yeah. Yep. And you're doing that by leaving the, right. your doors right. unlocked. Yep. So you know, I'm still surprised in this day and age that people say, talk about leaving their, their houses unlocked. Yep. Or, or, or like leaving a key like under the mat, you yep. know. Yeah, wait, we just wait. had a car broken into cash in, yeah. in the car. Yeah. You know, so. And exactly. Don't display, you know, tuck a purse underneath the seat or don't yep. keep open shopping bags or, you know, you don't want to see a leather coat in the backseat of a car or, yep. you know, any, any computers or anything. Just, yeah. to, you know, yep. just keeps honest people honest. Yep. That's what I look at. So we're getting into uh, another season of road work before you know it. Yeah. So we just, uh, we meet every two weeks on that and we're getting ready to put out the bid. 
the next round. So as you know, we dug up a lot of streets to replace yep. the water mains. Yep. We're playing catch up now on restoring those roads. Uh, but this is the end. We got about twenty, I think it's twenty streets to go. Wow. Um, and then we'll get back in a different manner of doing water mains again. Mm-hmm. So we'll get back into the ground. Then lead lines was an issue for us. Yep. I'm sure you remember yep. reading about sure, that. Yep. And uh, thanks to Maria Luis, our new engineer, Yem Lip, his team, uh, Bob Knox, of course, he's involved mm-hmm. with everything. Uh, we hit our required quota this year of 150 lead line replacements. We actually did about 200. So we got a ways to go on that, but we mm-hmm. have a plan. Mm-hmm. And we're in compliance now with the Department of Environmental Protection. And we're going to talk about that in the state of the city. Fantastic. Yeah. And the beautification, I mean, I, I mentioned the lanterns on uh, on uh, Pleasant Street here, but also just... You saw the new like, banners. Yeah, the banners yeah. are beautiful. Yeah, and the wraparound lights. Yeah. That, that really came nice courtesy of uh, Council Spatterfor. Yeah. Actually, it was um, Senator Maki. Really? Him and his nice wife, stuff. Susan, said, oh, no, you've got to have more lights. You need more lights. Really? So uh, working with Debbie Burr from the Muller Redevelopment yeah. Authority, come up with this wraparound, and yeah. they're LEDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The oh, wraparounds nice. are LEDs. yeah. yeah. Beautiful. So we are so pleased with them. If you notice now, they're on Exchange, Jackson yeah, Street. Yeah, 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 right, right. So we're going to try and do the whole square. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And as I was mentioning, the other thing we're trying to get better at, and um, you hear his name is a lot, his name a lot, and he's taking this one on. Ron Hogan's now leading yeah. our parking department. Okay. If you recall, that function has yeah. always been split up. There was yeah. a piece with the Mullen Redevelopment Authority, right. a piece with the police department. Yeah. Now we have it, our own parking department. Uh-huh. And so they're just getting off the ground. But the idea down the road is to centralize everything. Yep. Where if I want a permit, parking department. Yep. If I want to appeal it, parking department. Right. Everything is under the parking department. Yep. They're located in the uh, Jackson Street parking garage. Beautiful. And uh, they're just getting off the ground. Beautiful. And we're excited about, um, you know, I think they'll eventually get to permit parking as well, which has been an issue. Some right. areas have it, some yep. don't. Yep. Uh, but we might move to what other cities and towns have done, which is permitted throughout. Yeah. You know, so it would help us, I think, ensure that people that are here are paying the excise tax that are due the city. Mm-hmm. And it would also help, we think, on the safety end, you know, of who's in the city. Right. You know, so we're, you know, we're working that out as well. That's going to take some time. But Excellent. Yeah. If anybody can pull it off, it's him. Yeah. You know, oh, he's, gotta, he's putting together the department now and. So You're still picking up trash? Cool, yeah. <laughs> Don't remind me. I never thought that would be my claim to yeah, fame yeah. six years in. <laughs> you know, know someone came up to me and they were like, I know you. You're the guy that picks up trash in a suit. That's so yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. you know, I thought they'd say, hey, you're the yeah, mayor. The mayor. No, 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 you're the guy that I see you in a suit. Uh, but, you know, again, it's back to that commitment yep. and, you know, trying to do what you can. And I'm just hoping to try to make an impression on the students, you know, yes. so hopefully when they're in a position, they yep. won't do it. Because... You know, I always uh, think of that song, This Land is Our Land. Yep. You know, what we do with it determines the future. And so, Absolutely. you know, that's another thing. I think the schools are really on their way. I've been, I just got back from a winter concert today at the Linden Steam Academy. Uh, it's been a real pleasure getting to see all these kids yeah. and how they perform in the classroom and and outside in the field in the community it's yeah. even even some of the sports teams this year did. I try to go to as many games as possible yeah. and uh it's been very rewarding yeah oh, nice. you know people that are unsure about where we're going I, yeah. I I've been impressed with this group coming up excellent yeah I think they're they're talented they're savvy mm-hmm. and I think they're going to do well oh, so excellent. Know. good to hear yeah and yeah. um 
Now, skipping outside of Malden, but now what do you think about the the Pats? I mean, they're they, think uh, as I always do. They're gonna <laughs> they're gonna win it again. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, talk about a yeah. model organization. I know. I know. Yeah. You know. A little, little bit of uh, of, of uh, controversy past uh, week or so with, uh, you know, it's funny. I mean, you talk about. I, mean, I hate to use the word fake news, but I mean, I've I've been misquoted, and as I'm sure you are too. And and it's so easy to take a, a situation and twist it, or or even just you know, you, you, you can uh, eliminate a word or a sentence, uh, in and all of a sudden it's something totally different. You know, and I really think that was just something that was. Uh, that was stirred up that really didn't need to be stirred up. And, and you know, I think... Uh, Let it go in one ear and out the other. Exactly, yeah. Talk is cheap. Right, it's the truth. Yeah, so I didn't take too much from yeah. it. You know, and even if it was true, yep. hey, right. how many years we get out of there? 18? I know, yeah, yeah some, together, yeah. yeah. And, right. and five Super Bowls. And, I mean, I, I don't want to, you know, jinx them or anything, but I got, I mean, Tennessee, it looks, you know, looks like we can take Tennessee. And yep. then, uh, I mean, just two more wins and we're in the Super Bowl again. Right. And uh, you blink, and it's you know, and, and to and to know what it takes to get that far, you know, yeah. and and um, when I talk to people outside, I mean, they really, we really are blessed to have oh, yeah. four competitive. I mean, the Bru- I went to the Bruins game the other night, and my God, they look from they, they yep. it was the night they played the Hurricanes, and uh, Bergeron scored a hat trick and a fourth goal. Yep, and it was seven to one. It was Saturday night. Yeah, hockey's coming back. Yep. Uh, Malden's now playing with Revere. Uh, the youth hockey league's doing well. Yep. Uh, even Bobby Knox's son Ryan is a goalie. So it's all being played right here at the uh, the rink. Uh, the Malden Revere's being played at Cronin Rink in okay. Revere. But I took in a game last week, and I was quite Beautiful. impressed. You know, with um, how far Malden's come back in yep. that sport. But you know, to your point, I mean, it's round the clock. You know we have we are blessed Red Sox. Yeah, Red Sox. Well, Celtics Red Sox would be Haywood. Celtics. Are, I, yeah. I didn't think without without Haywood, I thought right. they were going to be a. Yeah. It's an off year. My God, they're they've been phenomenal. And, Great diversion. Yeah, yeah and the Sox. Have. It'll be interesting with uh, with the, the new manager. And, yeah, and the manager. But they're competitive. They'll yeah. be competitive. Yeah, and, so. um, you know, we have a good. We don't realize it yeah. until you're outside. Oh, wait, well, you, and, yeah. and actually, the, we're, we're hated, which is a bad yeah. thing. But I mean, it's a good thing. I mean, yeah. it, it's you know, people don't like the you know. It's funny, I grew up when we couldn't win anything. And all of a sudden, it was just a couple of years ago, I popped in people saying, oh, you're from Boston, title town, title town. And you scratch your head and realize, my God, you know, but prior to uh, to 2000, I mean, we just, we weren't winning anything. You know, we'd, right. we had our heyday with the Bruins and the Celts and you know, the Pats never did anything good and the, and, and the Sox were, you know, struggling yeah. ever since uh, they created Babe Ruth. And, and it was just now all of a sudden we're, you know, we're blessed. Yeah. And, yeah, the um, only thing that's bad here is the the weather. The weather. So. But again, you pick any any state. You know, Florida. And so it's interesting. Florida had had temperatures in the forties, which yeah, which, right, when right. I've been down to Florida when it's that cold, and it's, yeah. it feels worse than than minus ten here. Yeah, yeah, it right. Just, it's a bone chilling cold, and of course there's hurricanes. Yeah, and there. you look out west, and yeah, uh, I wouldn't want between, that. Between yeah. and then Midwest is tornadoes, and right. then there's the Good earthquakes point. and mudslides and 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 fires. I mean, come on, it's like you, know, you can. I don't think locusts. I mean, they're, they're, I'm expecting them somewhere to come up, but I mean, it's, it's just, just so expensive. Yeah. I mean, we probably spent. I think what uh, Bob Knox was saying on this storm that occurred last week. I think we're looking at about three hundred thousand dollars for just one storm. Yeah, and the bulk and of it is in um, salt. Salt. Yeah, yeah, that's they're holding you over a barrel, yeah, and they sure. know it. Yeah. Everybody needs it. Seventy-five wow. a ton, I think. Wow. You know, we have so many streets and. Lanes now, what's and the budget for the snow removal? Minimum. We just run a deficit. 
and then pay it the next fiscal year. Mm -hmm. The state allows you to do that. Okay. In a perfect world, we'd be budgeting appropriately, you know, on what we think an average winter would be. Right. right. Uh, but again, because of our situation, mm -hmm. you know, we just try to run it low and then pay it off the next. Across well, the fingers, I mean, it just—I was a little worried there because it seemed like we had snow Christmas and. And then the big storm, and, and it's the frigid cold. And now, knock on wood, it's supposed to be 60 on Friday. Yep. And um, that's any, any foreseeable snowstorms in the no, near future, wood. which is great. Yep. So I, I just thought it would be in a snowy pattern like we were. I think it was 11. So yeah. Like every week there was a, you know. That's and, why I stopped doing, you know, every year leading up to the winter, I would do dances. Yeah. and yeah, yeah. Super, I was very superstitious yeah, yeah, and yeah. trying to do things to ward yeah. it off. Right, right. But when it snowed so early this year, yeah. I just said, let it snow year-round. Yeah, I don't yeah. even care anymore. Yeah, know? yeah. Because yeah. before it was January, yep. late January, when we would get our first snow. Yeah, definitely. Or even, well, it's funny. What, what I mean, with the frigid cold, it was it was very depressing, I felt. Because normally you'd get a frigid cold like that in, in, in February. And you, you'd think, well, you know what? A couple of weeks, it's going to be March and spring's around the corner. Yeah. And now here it is the end of December, you know, early, and it's like, oh, my God, we've got all of January, February, March before we even think of spring. Yeah. It's going to be a long, cold, you know. Yeah, the men and women, they were they were really up against it last yeah. week because, yeah. like you said, after the storm had ended, Mr. No you know, Bob Knox usually hopes for a warm-up. Yeah. When you got that deep freeze Saturday, right. it just right. compounded the problem, but. And those schools were closed for Thursday and Friday. Yeah, Thursday and Friday. Uh, that was the, no, the only two snow days you've had so far? Or yes. Was there? Okay. Yeah. So we uh, afford ourselves five a year. Uh, so uh, how does Malden work? Because Winchester has since changed. So a uh, five built into the uh, – yeah. so like the last day is – because Winchester does something that they didn't do when I was there. Um, there's uh, – you get a calendar that says if no snow days – and then they add every snow day is a day later, a day later. And I guess it'll add five or seven days, depending. But you, the state law, you can't go beyond June yeah, 30th I forget. or something. Yeah, right. And you have to have um, so many hours in right. the classroom. So, um, no, nothing's changed on our end. We've been doing it pretty much the way we have. So now if you don't use – so do you have five built in? earlier, yeah. So you'll end, yeah. you will end earlier. Yeah. Because when I was growing up in, in Winchester schools – I thought there was an end of school year, and if you had snow days or you didn't, it didn't. And I didn't remember impact. the Blues of the 78, obviously we, we had to make up time. Uh, but I thought they, they never went, they never kicked back earlier. It was always June 25th, you got on, whatever the date was. And yeah. If you had two snow days, five snow days early, you still got on June 25th. Yeah, no, no it's been pretty much the same. Uh, but speaking of time, we just uh, voted School committee just voted to look at the start times at Malden yeah. High School. Now they do, just the high school, not yeah, other? just the high school. So yeah. what are the start times now, right? Uh, right now, I believe it's seven forty-five. You're in, and for the high school, what yeah. about middle and? Uh, they're uh, nearby that, uh, but there was a number of students back to. I think we have a pretty good caliber of students coming up through the ranks. There were a group that approached me, freshmen, that wanted us take a look at the start times uh, either by pushing it to 8.15 or even 8.30. And uh, so the superintendent put together a committee of students and mm -hmm. staff to seriously look at altering the time at the high school. So, you know, we're supposed to get some feedback by March. Now, you know, it's funny. I mean, you know, you, you look at, okay, I mean, it'll, it'll benefit kids. They can sleep later. 
But look at the flip side. Now, how does that affect after-school programs, sports, and with others? Well, that's why we have our director of physical education and athletics on the committee. I think he's actually chairing it, Charlie Conifery. Okay. To make sure that that is addressed as part of any solution, if there is one. Right. Uh, A student representative from the school committee, I think, will be on there. So um, I'm interested. I'm more interested in trying to let those students know that, you know, their voices weren't in vain. Right. We're actually going to see if we yeah. can do this for them. And then you look at what about parents? You know, um, unfortunately, um, jobs. Most, yeah, jobs. Yeah, most right. parents. Have, uh, that will work. all factor in. And that's why I think we want to take it slow, too, which is the high school. Right. You know, so, uh, again, they're going to come back in March with some feedback, and we'll see what, see what happens. Well, uh, what have you heard on the uh, daylight savings time, you know, not changing? I mean, it just that's the thing, too, and it's always. I wish it was. Yeah, I mean, I I, I agree. I, I mean, the time has come. Yeah, just make it one yeah. throughout the year because it's it's. I mean, it 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 messes your system up no matter. Without a doubt. And but but I do think you know so you get it either way. Either you're right. going to walk to school in the dark, or you're going to come home in the dark in an early time. Right. And um, yeah, I wish they would address yeah. that. I mean, it's not at the top of the agenda, but it is something that I think the time yeah. has come to look at. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing with start times. Right. I mean, we're looking at the high school one because we think that has you know, the most opportunity, mm-hmm. but I wish the state would come in and just across yeah. the board, you know, start to reflect the start times. Now that's something that I, again, I, what I feel, I feel like I'm a hundred years old, but I, I, I don't think we didn't go before eight o'clock. I mean, I think growing up my entire, I went to public school the whole time and it was eight fifteen, eight thirty. 30. Yeah. Maybe an eight forty five. I think some of the start times and yeah, we just want to seem to, to the big thing go. is doing it right. So we're including a lot of the stakeholders. Yeah. I think if you saw what happened in Boston, uh, you know, they had just announced it, uh-huh. and I think, um, you know, what they stated is they probably should have rolled it out differently. Yeah. We're going to try and make sure that's also a factor. Well, people don't like change. Do. I mean, yeah. good or bad, it's change, and people don't like change. You're going to get people complaining about right. it. Right. And, um, you know, you get used to something, and even though you might complain that it's yeah. something you don't really get in favor of, but it's just it's what you're used to, you know. Yeah. And, you know, another neat thing out of the schools, uh, speaking of Charlie Conifer, he's Worked with Joe Levine, who's our rec director, to come mm-hmm. up with a middle school sports program. So we have our, I think it's 6th, 7th, and 8th graders now mm-hmm. that are competing in sports like basketball, wow. track. I think they're doing a field hockey thing. And the idea behind it is to try and get them down below. And then when they come up, it's an easy choice to go right into Malden High School. Nice. So I happened to go to a couple of the uh, girls' basketball games, and uh, I think they had 60 or 70 girls. No kidding. Who That's... might not have ever right. been exposed to the sport yeah. if it wasn't for this creative uh, thinking between sure. Mr. Conifery and, and Mr. Levine. Yep. So uh, so things are going well on that end. Uh, the schools now have um, Chromebooks, not just at the high school, but also in, the I think, 6th, 7th, and 8th grade now. What is that? Uh, laptops, you know, so they're be able to do a lot of work, you know, right from their computer. So are they, uh, do they take them home or they're there? Oh, yeah. They're their own piece. And then when they graduate, they turn them back, you know, when they leave okay. the K-8 school, they turn them back in. But they get to take them home yeah. every day? Yeah. Yeah, that's been a nice addition for our community. Now, what about loss or damaged or, I mean, is that? Yeah, they have policies of- in place to deal with that. But, again, something that they said our city would never see, Right. they have. You know, mm-hmm. and so that was initially led by our Senator, Ed Markey. Uh, but we've since run with it mm-hmm. and are now making it part of our budget to right. ensure that our students have this tool mm-hmm. to learn. And mm-hmm. I know the staff love it from what I hear because they can, you know, address questions and answers right, right in the classroom. You know, yep. as opposed to before, you 
you send it home, they bring it in, teacher takes it home, right. they go over it, gives it back to the student. Yep. Now it, it can happen, yep. all that, simultaneously wow. in the classroom. So, you know, we thought it was an achievement just getting the high school. Oh, yeah, yeah. But now we have our K-8s, That's you know, cool. in the middle school yeah. using them wow. across the board. So there's amazing things happening there. We just need a little bit more help from above. I mean, I think you've heard me say that uh, we're hoping one day that our, you know, the Chapter 70 formula can be recalibrated yeah. to reflect what is going on out there today. I mean, I think the main thrust of the formula was done in 1994, but a lot has transpired since then. Right. You know, the students have changed. You know, they, I don't think we had the number of autistic students that we had in 1994 that we have today. So the costs have to be updated to mm -hmm. reflect the services that our students deserve. Well, and, that's and interesting. I, I, I've never discussed autism. So we'll see. You, but but um, there's, yeah, there are so many more. Do you, do you think it was... Uh, it was it was labeled something else. It wasn't identified. I mean, or is it, or is it something that's that's more prevalent today because of either environment, because of food, because of medications, or I'm or not whatever. sure. I mean, I leave that to the experts. We just try to do everything we humanly can, you know, to help our students along. So, you know, you'll never see us, you know, try to finagle something mm -hmm. at the expense of our students. We just we do again whatever we can, but. It comes at the expense of other items within the budget, right? You know, so a couple so much years ago, one pool. You know, we had to uh, lay off librarians. Uh, last year was school transportation. You know, that couldn't be as robust as it once was, mm -hmm. and that's at the expense of you know making sure that we always fund you know what our students need day in and day out. How many students at high school? How many? Uh, roughly sixteen hundred. 16 to 1700, if I remember. The number fluctuates, but it's around so there. So it's pretty much before. Yeah, it's been four, stable. I know people. Each grade, each yeah, we hear a lot that people think that the schools are growing, and that might be the case at the lower grades. But mm -hmm. overall, we just had um, a company in to assess, you know, where we've been 20 years ago to where we are today, and right. they didn't see anything out of the ordinary in terms of. The average percentage. How growth. about the population in the city? Is that grown or? I mean, at the last census said you know last census was sixty thousand people. Sixty thousand. You know now. And how does people, that compare? Some people dispute that. You know they think it's more, uh, but that's what the census. How does that is. compare to years past? I mean, it's about the same. About the same. For yeah. The past decade yeah. or so. Sixties. Yeah, it was about the same. Oh well. well yeah. yeah. So again, I don't know if that's a misnomer, but um, the census, and we have another one coming up, so we'll mm -hmm. see if it's grown, but. You know, uh, at the lower grades, what we've tried to do um, is have part-time certified teachers in K through 3 to assist, you know, our full-time teachers, you know, to deal with some of the issues that may be occurring uh, for whatever reason, that those grades are above where they should be. You know, they were built for 25 in a classroom. You know, yeah. some have 26, 27. Right. I think one may have had 30, but... You know, we've tried to fight back with adding, I think we have 15, 10 to 15 part-time certified teachers that will go in and out of those classrooms to assist, mm -hmm. you know, those teachers. Right, right. But I think the thing that's uh, unique to Malden that we, you know, when people come in, I ask them, what's the draw? Location, location, location. Yep, yep. You know, we were talking about any given day you can get to and yep. from wherever you need to go pretty quickly. Diversity is a draw. Yep. You know, we, we have that. Uh, and then uh, three separate complete school systems now. As a matter of fact, Malden Catholic's adding a uh, girls' wing. Yeah, Should be done next month. Really? Yeah. So uh, the girl, uh, when girls start coming, they're, they're yeah, September. September. Oh yeah. Okay. They'll be ready to rock and roll. Wow. So, 
so that's unique to me. In the charter schools and the yep, K-12 there. Uh, I think they're expanding a little bit moving forward. Uh, you have the Chevrolet pre-K, I think, yeah. now to eight grade. And uh, down the street now, you'll have boys and girls in Malden Catholic. Wow. So I think that's another draw for us. So now this is um, so how many years? This is your sixth. Sixth year, so year, so re-election is in uh, a couple years. A couple years. Yeah, but I run like it's every day. And term, uh, is there term limits for mayor? Nope, no, no term, no term limits. limits for mayor. Yeah. You know, we've talked about that. I, I, I think it's up to the people to decide who they want, yeah. you know, leading them. And it was, uh, I remember when when Mayor Howard, it was, it was two years first. Right. The first two terms he served were two-year terms, right? Great change. Yeah. Because it's hard. Oh, it's it just, takes time. you need to, you It know. takes time. A lot yeah. of these issues, they do yeah. not get resolved overnight. I mean, you right. look at City Hall. Yeah. That probably took up most of our, you know, first five or six years. Mm-hmm. So I think that was a good move, making mm-hmm. them four years. Yeah. You know, so whether or not that happens down below, there's been some talk about staggering terms for city council and school yeah. committee or, you know, making them three years. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll see. And then you and your staff, you have a good relationship, obviously, with the governor's office. Even though yep. Uh, we talk to them pretty frequently. Uh, the governor was out here in the past year. Lieutenant governor was out here, I think, twice in the past year. Great. Senator Markey has Markey. been around. He was just at the Bread of Life Thanksgiving Day well, uh, dinner. Uh, Elizabeth Warren came out to talk opioids, which, um, you know, hats off to Malden Overcoming Addiction. Mm-hmm. They have been a godsend yeah. when it comes to that issue. Right. Because, again, that's something we should be well, taking yeah. on ourselves. Yeah. But because of our situation, it's just been it's been tough to do that right now. But he, Paul Hammersley, and Malden Overcoming Addiction, yeah. his volunteers, have stepped in yeah. for the past couple of years to really provide mm-hmm. some leadership and some direction for those that need help. Yeah. And it's been nothing short of impressive to watch them yep. marshal, you know, the resources to, to make it happen. Yeah. And it's so, just it's such a big problem. This huge. Nationwide. Yeah. We yeah. actually got a call. I got a call on Thanksgiving Day from a family Jeez. who had someone on the ropes. And <sighs> Paul himself stepped in. Wow. And I'm happy to say since that time, uh, the kid has rebounded. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. He's really, Paul has developed uh, quite a niche on where to go, when to go, how to go. Yeah, and he's still on your staff, yep. right? For, yeah, he's actually yeah. working uh, media access. So he's doing a lot right here with yeah. uh, Mall Nexus right. Television. Guy. But yeah. I think his calling is in this area. Yep, well, absolutely. Well, so experience and knowledge and... Yeah, and passion. You can tell, yeah. Passion. I mean, Thanksgiving Day, I think yeah. I called him in the middle of the day, yeah. took the call, called the family, Yeah. talking to the kid, you know, yeah. all through the night. I can't believe uh, an hour has passed, and nope. I want to. I want to say, Lev, he's holding a tie. I, I see it as soon as you see. He holds it up for a, like a minute, to say that, but we only have a minute left. Lev got stuck in traffic today. Happy New Year to you, Lev, and thanks for all your help with everything. Um, I, I just start talking to you, and it just goes by, and I always blink. does. But uh, my God, it's just uh, you know you're obviously doing such great things for the city here, and um, it's just so nice to see, and it's nice to be a part of the city in, in some small way, and. Uh, you know, look forward to you uh, doing many more great things here in the city and coming on as often as you can here, anytime, too. Anytime, anytime. And I just yeah. want to thank, uh, as always, the residents and the businesses for giving me this unique opportunity. And, of course, our veterans, who none of this would be possible without them. And then, uh, you know, my family. You would think I would see them all the time because they're one block away, yeah. but I hardly do. But they're completely supportive yeah. of 
me trying to do everything I humanly can to help us. And you got forward. the good foundation from them, the work ethic. Oh, yeah, and without a doubt. All that. So, yeah. well, happy Thank new you. year. And uh, you. we got to get together again. To do Absolutely. This. Good night, Marvin. Stay warm. Happy.